I think what started it was we were doing this marriage book and the question was who had the power in your hmm. household when you were a child? And mm-hmm. mine was, you know, my mom. I, I perceived that my mom kind of made the decisions and held the power. And mm-hmm. his response was whoever won the argument. Mm. <laughs> and I was just like, no freaking wonder you can't not argue about literally everything. Like, mm-hmm. what is this? Mm-hmm. You're listening to The Boundless Heart, where you learn how to set clear and healthy boundaries, own your worth so you keep those boundaries, and create amazing relationships while you avoid settling for those that aren't. Today's episode is the personal version of last week's with our attachment theory expert, Juniper Wong, who is a licensed clinical social worker and therapist. I dive into my past and current, at the time of recording, relationship dynamics, and I'll be honest, I can't share it all here. However, I trust the women in my life, and if you're in the premium membership with Pleasure Coaching, you will get to hear it all, because this is how we learn, from our stories, from our experiences, from each other. It is pretty entertaining, I will tell you this. At one point, Juniper tells me that if she could, she would put me on a bunch of dating apps and pretend to be me and set me up with people. (laughs) So here we go. And after stepping away from that relationship and moving through a lot of my own things, through therapy, through hypnotherapy, through Mm -hmm. some uh, somatic healing Mm -hmm. work, like... I'm at a whole different place now than I was even at our last interview Mm. to where I'm not questioning it so much. I've actually just sort of let it go, let let that whole thing go out of my life. I don't need to talk to him anymore. Does it hurt? Yeah, I mean, what's more important to be myself or figuring out this relationship that was super toxic? Mm -hmm. Sometimes I feel like I could keep going through it and going through it and going through it in my head, or I could just realize this is never going to be someone that I can have a conversation with. Yes. So am I going to keep trying or am I just going to let myself experience something completely different, which I have in my life? That's good. Not a relationship. Well, relationships, but not romantic relationships, but Mm -hmm. yeah. I love that. Yeah, I do too. I love that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it sounds like, Okay, this is like strong language, but was there like some gaslighting happening or? It's so strange, Juniper. Just a total inability. Yeah, social communication limitation. Like what What was the, because it sounds like there was a, just a total lack of validation or not. It beats the hell out of me. I got to tell you, was there lack of validation? Mm-hmm. Um, he thought so on his part. Because he'd come home like literally every day. Oh, not every day. Some days he had a good day. Most days he had a shit day or his job is out to get him or whatever. And I'd be like, I believe that you believe that. Because I couldn't validate it because mm-hmm. I had I had validated. Mm-hmm. I had and I said, this is mm-hmm. how like some people are victim and some people are not. And I'm not. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> and there was like nothing that I could say Obviously, there was codependency on my part. I was trying so hard to control Mm -hmm. him and 
or control how he felt so I didn't have to feel so constricted and contracted. I was not happy, but I was pretending so hard to be happy. And I just Mm. didn't know how else I could heal. What more can I heal so that I can deal with this situation and get to the happiness that I know I'm worthy of? Mm-hmm. How do I do that? It it was all these questions of how do I make this work? How do I make this work? This is why I'm doing the podcast. Women have to stop asking mm-hmm. that question. We don't have to make mm-hmm. things work. There are things that work for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We just, again, mm-hmm. need to allow them. But we... <laughs> so hard for us to allow them and receive like you're saying yeah yeah Yeah. it sounds like on a physiological like every level you were kind of on edge all the time i think that's probably true being in it you Mm -hmm. don't see that he Mm -hmm. drank more than i wished and would say that he drink less and then he would say that he was drinking less and then he would take february off and then June and then October, like he took three months off one or two years, like completely, mm-hmm. but it's mm-hmm. not like he was working to get healthy. He just wasn't drinking. Mm-hmm. He'd replace mm-hmm. it with other habits mm-hmm. that weren't aligned mm-hmm. with my lifestyle or my energy or my vibe, I guess to say. Right. And yeah. the thing is, and I don't want to paint him as a terrible person, which None of us want to do, mm-hmm. and that's why we stay for so long. Oh, but he's such a good person. Like, is he, though? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really? And that doesn't matter. He can be a prince. But if he's mm-hmm. not your king, you don't need to stay. Yep. So, no. <laughs> yeah, I was on edge because I wanted change so bad. With an, and I thought that the more I could heal, whatever it was in me that was making him that way, which is just hilarious, but... That's how we think, and that's mm-hmm. how, in a lot of spirituality, that's what we're taught. Mm-hmm. We change, and the people change mm-hmm. around us. Mm-hmm. That is what we're taught. Well, yeah, they do change around us because we leave those people and new. <laughs> <laughs> and and we draw very firm boundaries. And that's the other thing. Yep. I had no boundaries. I was such a people pleaser. So as mm-hmm. much as I'd love to analyze him, like mm-hmm. okay. Great. And I would speak my truth. I would get shut down. And then Mm -hmm. I would, I would, my pattern, I would close off and Mm. diminish myself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Can I ask, okay, if you're looking back to when you chose to commit yourself to this mm -hmm. partner, what was going on for you? Where do you think the choice was coming from? That's a great, great question. Thank you for giving me some therapy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That is such a good, good question. Wow. Because you know how many red flags there were. Mm. And when he, so he literally, oh my gosh. Again, I don't want to paint him as a horrible person. Mm -hmm. And I do want to express that he is hilarious. Mm. He's very smart. We had a lot of fun together and that's the thing Mm. you don't stay because it sucks you stay for those times when it's amazing Mm -hmm. so he actually proposed he he basically gave me my dream proposal Mm -hmm. now this is after I had chosen for myself that I didn't ever want to be married again (laughs) because he was actually my second husband I got married when I was 21 years old Mm -hmm. that was a whole mess 
because I was 21. I don't yeah. know who I am. Like, <laughs> come on. Anyhow, that ended. I moved to Ashland, Oregon, and I was there single for three years. Although deeply in love with somebody unrequited, it was it was quite the scene. But man, did it mm-hmm. open me up though mm-hmm. to feeling mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. feeling love. And since I didn't get it from that source mm-hmm. that I wanted it from, mm-hmm. I still got it, and I found it in my music, in mm-hmm. my voice, in my mm-hmm. in the plants and the mm-hmm. food and everything. So it it helped me open up to that. Yeah. And when I followed my soul to Hawaii, I was very much in tune and aligned with that love of mm-hmm. it's from everywhere. Mm-hmm. And magic happened. Mm-hmm. It really did. And then I met him. What was that? Of, of uh, No, anxious, preoccupied, idealizing yeah. mm-hmm. your crushes and mm-hmm. seeing things that are maybe the potential. Yeah. That's a problem. That mm-hmm. a lot of women face, I think. We, mm-hmm. We're focused so much on the potential that we see in somebody and think that we get together and this potential is going to be reached and it's going to be the most beautiful thing that ever exists in the mm-hmm. entire world. <laughs> and then you get together and that potential is still a potential the whole yeah. time you're together. Yeah. And no yeah. actions actually. Well, few and far between are our actions yeah. that align with the potential. Okay, so you asked me if there was validation, and I have not responded yet. This is hysterical. no. I asked you actually, what was the choice to commit to him? True, made out of okay. Looking back, okay, it has to have been that idealism and programming that I didn't know was there, because <sighs> I literally didn't. This is kind of funny. The day before we went on this trip, we went to Cape Cod. And the day before, or maybe the day that we left for that trip, we were watching Ted or Ted 2, one of of those movies. Mm -hmm. And one of the lines was, you don't need marriage. All you need is love. Like, marriage is stupid. I can't remember what the line was. But it's basically (laughs) my exact sentiment of, I don't, I personally prefer not to marry. Mm -hmm. My personal preference is, if there's love, that's what you need. That's the mm-hmm. quote-unquote contract, right? Right. And I said, yeah, exactly. I totally mm-hmm. agreed with it, right? Mm-hmm. So we went on this trip. We went out to the sandbars out there are really far out. They're like a mile out at low mm-hmm. tide. So we walk out there, and he had me look for something in the distance, and I couldn't see it. I turned around. He's on his knee. He has mm-hmm. this gorgeous ring that is not a diamond because I was very adamant about like, I don't want a diamond. Mm-hmm. So it's this gorgeous ring. And I'm just like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Because I was scared, freaking mm-hmm. shitless. Mm-hmm. And I did not want to marry. Mm-hmm. But what did I do? He asked Ooh. if I'd be his wife. What did I do? And I know it's like I stuck yeah. a dagger in both of our hearts that day. And I feel bad for that. But mm-hmm. it is what it is. I hug him. And I said, and he's like, is that a yes? And I don't know. I said, yes, I guess. I don't know. So I did it. And the whole, I didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do it. And mm-hmm. I did. And I feel like maybe there's still guilt there because <laughs> at the end, he's like, you ruined my life. The only way to fix it is to come back. And I'm just like, dude, I'm not coming back. Like, I ruined our lives. Okay. <laughs> 
didn't ruin anything. Really, didn't ruin anything. We did this thing. Mm-hmm. We learned a lot. I did anyways. Mm-hmm. But there is that that thing. So why could I not say no when I mm. wanted to say no? That's another reason I'm doing this podcast. It's like women are trained to say yes to make others happy. And I don't yeah. know how I had such a lack of self-worth mm. that I couldn't just say, look, mm. I love you, but I don't want this. Yeah, yeah. And then fast forward a couple of years when we got married, he was whining about me changing my name or not changing my, cause I didn't want to change my name again. Cause it's mm-hmm. a pain in the ass. He was whining so much that I had somebody do numerology mm-hmm. and the best numerology according to her was actually adding his name on the back of mine. And what a pain in the butt that is because now I don't like any of my last names and I don't go by them, but I have changed my name completely to Laura Cameron Christine and it mm-hmm. has none of the Cameron is my mother's maiden name, so it's her father, but I resonate so much with them and that family. Yeah, that's where I, I think that. that came from. Yeah. Wow. Uh, th- that's a lot. I mean, you've just said like the solution to all your problems. So <laughs> just kidding. I mean, I think, God, it, I mean, it all does go back to fear, right? And yeah. our relationship with fear and our ability to feel safe enough to like stand in our own choices. Yeah. Even if those choices make somebody emotionally unhappy. Yes, um, exactly. Yeah. And I just couldn't bear the thought of making somebody emotionally unhappy mm-hmm. because as an empath and a mm-hmm. quote unquote highly sensitive person, I get to feel that yeah. if I choose or not even if I choose, I get to feel that, but mm-hmm. I also get to choose whether or not I own it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I didn't know how not to own it at that time. I didn't even yeah. realize I was a highly yeah. sensitive. So mm. I didn't know how to not. I didn't know yeah. how to say no in a way that I could feel okay with. Even though I yeah. knew that being saying yes, I couldn't feel okay with either. But yeah. it was a little bit more comfortable for me because then at least he'd be comfortable and happy. Yeah. And then you blamed yourself for something not working. Of course I did. Where your fear... And your desire, I mean, desire is a whole other thing that women are not supposed to feel. Uh, (laughs) Oh, and I do right now. Yeah. (laughs) But like your fear was saying no to, your desire was saying no to. And then it was like, yeah, it's your fault that it's not working. Well, and he would say often, I feel like you're blaming me for whatever it, you're blaming me for this, 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 or that. And I would always want to and never did. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe I did. I don't know. I, I can be outspoken sometimes, but I would say, I don't blame you. I blame myself. I'm mm-hmm. the one who did this. Mm. At least I had that much of awareness awareness to know that I created this and I made this decision and I did this to myself. Mm. I did this for myself, maybe mm-hmm. is a better way to say it. Yeah. But it it was really difficult to live in, a, in that situation, you did ask me if there was validation. And I can tell you this, and I can tell you this about my first marriage too. There was always sort of, well, there was verbal mm-hmm. validation, mm-hmm. but not energetic. Oh, I know what you mean. There was too much yeah. fear from the other side. It, it, the energy didn't match the words. The words were like, you can do it. You're so smart. You're so all of these things, all of these nice things. What you're doing is super hard because trying to make your own business, no matter what it is, is very difficult, as you know, <laughs> as anybody who's made their own business knows. It, it takes a lot of work, a lot of heart, and a lot of failure. 
<laughs> and if somebody's afraid of that failure of not making it, and then there was the power dynamic of when I was working on my business, <laughs> it was hilarious actually. He would, and I can't believe I stayed after this, but he said, What do you contribute? And I couldn't, I was just like, are you kidding me? What do I contribute? Mm -hmm. I make your food. Mm -hmm. I keep this place clean. I'm the only positive force in this place. <laughs> like, what do I contribute? Are, are you actually asking me that question? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I still stayed. I don't know what the hell. The reason I left, the, the straw that broke my back <laughs> is after a uh, a day that I didn't really want to go to the speech that we go to a lot or that we went to a lot, I went. We came back. He had drunk a lot, so he was kind of drunk. Cat medication, there was a misunderstanding. Everything was Everything's fine. The cat's doing great. But he got really mad at me, and he stands up. He looks at me, and he's like, you couldn't survive without me. Whoa. So this language, this language was enough. For me to mm. say, that's abuse. That's, first of all, bullshit. Mm -hmm. I survived very well without you before. Mm -hmm. That is fear. I get it. I understand. That's the other problem I think women have is we understand and we're so compassionate. Mm -hmm. We get he's stressed. He's in fear. That's not him. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter. Yeah. If somebody speaks to you in a way that you would not let your friends be spoken to, get the fuck out. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so the next day I... I left mm. and I haven't been back. Well, I, I got the papers signed and I actually watched our cat for a while, but I haven't been back to that mm. situation, but it was very difficult. Mm -hmm. It was very difficult for me to say, stop texting me mm. because. Wow. So you've changed so much. Yeah. Yes, I have. I have changed a lot and it's almost like I've changed back. Back to who I was before I fell into this hole. <laughs> However, having fallen into the hole and come out, I have gained so much wisdom and a lot of tools, a lot that I'm sharing on this podcast and a lot more that I can really tune into with individuals to help them through their own transformation. Here's the thing. When we are ourselves and we act in congruence with who we really are, the life we want is built around us. This is what I do now with my one-on-one -on -one coaching clients and what we do in the Boundless Heart Premium Pleasure Coaching Membership. The first month for that Premium Pleasure Coaching Membership is $27 and you receive coaching from me in your first month. The Pleasure Coaching is for women only Everyone is invited to join the Boundless Heart VIP community for $7 a month and receive bonus tips and tools for creating amazing relationships by being yourself. You're also a very important part of creating a more balanced world with us. You can find all the details at boundlessheartpod.com premium. Make sure you go to boundlessheartpod.com and sign up for my newsletter where you will receive my top three tools for major transformation. If you're a Pleasure Coaching member, you get all the juicy details of my current reality at the time of this recording, of course, which is January, mm, beginning of January 2022. That starts now. If not, sign up today or I'll see you next week. Until then, be honest with yourself. 
prioritize your pleasure. And do